Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. It's the worst idea of all time. It's the worst idea of all time. It's the worst idea of all time. Season two. Hello and welcome to the worst idea of all time with your old mate Timbo. And your old mate Geizo. How's it? Bloody good. How are you? So good, mate. Let me tell you, I'm awesome. Hey, and you're looking great too. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I did just watch a movie. Oh yeah, tell me about it. Okay, so the name of the game is Sex in the City 2. What it is, is the four women from Sex and the City, the, the TV, TV show. Excellent. I uh, like them. After the first movie, uh, as far as I can tell, Big and Carrie tried to get married, but something like fucked up the wedding, right? Yes. I've okay. heard this. So, um, what happens in the movie is it starts off at a wedding for, uh, do you remember Anthony and who, who was the other gay guy that was on the show all the time? Stanford. mate? Yeah, Stanford. So they get married right at the start of the movie. Cool. So it kind of like opens on that. Yeah. And um, and all, everyone's there. They're, all the girls are there. And yeah, all... yeah, hard out. And you see like Steve and stuff. and, oh, and I love, I love there Steve. And stuff. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's, He's one of my favorite characters. It's wicked. And then um, shortly after that, uh, Samantha gets a phone call. Do you remember Smith Jarrett, the actor? Who yeah. she did the, the PR yeah, for? Yeah, Garrett or Jack. Jarrett. Jarrett, Garrett, something like that. Yeah. yeah. So um, I think they actually like alternate in the movie how they say it. It's the weirdest thing. Anyway, so um, she gets a phone call from him and him, he's in Abu Dhabi. He's in the Middle no East. No way. Yeah, he's shooting a movie poster. Yeah. Um, for a movie. Excessive, but it's okay. It's weird, eh? Yeah, it doesn't really, it's not what happens in real life. So um, Smith Garrett goes, Oi, um, come to my movie premiere. And she's like, Sweet bae. So they all rock up to it. The whole gang. The whole gang. Oh, yeah. Meanwhile, Carrie and Big, they were, they kind of had like some squabbles because they've been married and stuff, you know? Yeah, so yeah. they're kind of, they're doing that. <laughs> They'll get you the squabblies, we call them. They're doing that whole thing. And then, so they all they all collectively go to the um, movie premiere thing. That sounds like fun. It's awesome. Sounds and like then, a fun night out. It's fucking great. Awesome. And then um, Samantha gets talking to one of the guys who financed the movie from Abu Dhabi. Okay. And he's like... Bay, I run a mint as hotel. You should come over and uh, like review it for free that and do some PR and shit. Almost too good to be true. I know, and and so she counters with sweet as dude, but I want to bring my gals. So oh. guess what? 
the fucking the four women Road go trip. off to yeah exactly all the Sex and City two girls or the Sex and City girls rather they they go to the Middle East. Um, so that's like pretty much the main meat and potatoes of it. Aiden's there, like Aiden just pops up in the market. Do you remember Aiden? He was like the kind of man child guy who Carrie was sort of like yeah you know he was always he was he was like there or there the anti big you know. Um, so he's got kids now and a wife and all that stuff. Um, Wait, what? What? Where's, this is all just slowly being bled out. Yeah, this is in the, the movie's pretty long. It's two and a half hours. Okay. Yeah. How did that make you feel? That's quite long for a movie. Yeah. I, to be honest, I thought it was too long. Uh, I think they definitely could have trimmed some of the stuff off of it. Yeah. So what else happens? Like, where's the? Okay. What was the? What was the anchoring point? Where was the? Well, I guess it's. I guess the anchor is that they're in Abu Dhabi, and that's that's kind of it. Um, that Samantha Pash is a dude, and like, uh, there's a little bit of something that goes on there. Was she kind of gets arrested, but then it's all fine. But then they get kicked out of the hotel. And oh, then, no, that wouldn't have been good for the relationship between her and the the guy who was hotel. It was. Yeah, it sort of ended that little business transaction and um so then they all had to bail out because he stopped paying for their hotel for free so then um they all they all just have to leave uh, oh yeah and i forgot as well but miranda quits her job because she doesn't like being a lawyer i know i glossed over that but that's quite that's literally i've just described everything that happens that's it so um what? charlotte's got a nanny in this one um, she's she's got a a large breasted Irish nanny who refuses to yeah. wear bras, right? Okay, so there's that whole gas going on. Um, what is that? Well, how do you mean? What's what's the? Oh, it's just, it's, it kind of provides a bit of a thing that um she's like concerned that uh, what's his name? Her, her husband, Harry. Harry. Yeah. yeah, the guy who played Runkle and uh, yeah, he's a funny guy. That dude. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, she's concerned that Runkle's going to um, cheat on her with the big-titted Irish nanny. But um, it turns out the nanny's gay anyway, so it's, it's sweet as. doesn't matter. That's a, Actually, that's quite a neat way of sort of putting a bow on that sort of storyline. Yeah. Quite, I quite like that. Yeah. Um, and then they all go home. Oh, yeah, so did I say that she kissed Aiden? She, like, she kissed him, bro. They, they <laughs> no, no, you didn't say that. They pash over an What? Abu Dhabi. How could you gloss that over? That is huge. I know. So I didn't know where I got up to. So they they pash in the Middle East, and then um, Carrie comes that would, home. That's and, a game changer. Well, I, I know. So she gets on the blower and tells Big. She's like, "Sup?" When she gets home, no, like before. So when she's still there, she gets on the blower to Big, and she's like, "Hey, baby, um, I pashed Aiden. Sorry about it." And then um, it's fine. He's like a bit pissed off, so she comes home. Yeah, and and then he buys her a diamond ring. Oh, and that's that's the movie. That's pretty much that's the whole kit and caboodle. I gotta say, Tim, mm. it doesn't sound like my cup of tea. Yeah, yeah. Would you Would you watch it with friends? Would you I wouldn't watch, watch it again. Would you, would I wouldn't watch you, it. Would again. you tell your friends to go? No, I, it's not. It doesn't really warrant a second watch. I'll tell you that. So I don't think I'll. I don't think I'll see it again. Is what I would say. <laughs> it's absolutely what I would say. Yeah, if I don't have to. That was almost quite a cathartic conversation. It's um, it's good to get it all out. I think it is good to put it all out there. Mm. Um, <laughs> well, the- well, that about does it for the worst idea <laughs> of all time. What episode is this guy? 30- episode thirty-six. Six. Screening thirty five. Screening thirty five. There's got to be a better way of putting that. Now I want to do another two parter, so we have to subtract two. 
make it even I harder hate, on I themselves. Hate, I hate this. <laughs> I don't like having all these numbers in my head. There were mm. some funny scenes in Sex and City 2 this week, I thought. Yeah? Do yeah. you want to boot off with, um, what, a shining light or a funny moment? Um, well, it was it was a funny this moment. This next segment is... is called America's Funniest Home Sex in the City 2 videos. Okay. Uh, the funny, my funniest, uh, America's funniest Sex and City 2 home video this week was uh, at the wedding scene when Mr. Big is getting a couple of glasses of champagne to take back to um, to his wife, Carrie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a, a, an attractive sort of devilish looking guy, sort of a, um, George Clooney's you know body double mm-hmm. who is hitting on him and Big's getting this champagne. And the, the waiter who's pouring the champagne is doing a... a just a comic. It's obviously his first night on the job or something, but he, I mean, he's having a really rough go of it. He's uh, he's sort of tepidly filling them, uh, timidly, sorry, half full, half full. He's pouring the champagne straight down from the the top. Uh, it's just it's absolute mania. And uh, but luckily for him, Mister Big's so taken aback by this guy that he doesn't even doesn't even notice. But I tell you what, it really it, uh, really tickled me this week. It was my funniest time home video. So okay, awesome. Well, I mean, it's just the confidence. Is that the main thing that's so good about it? Just a bold decision. Yeah. A bold decision by a supporting actor. Uh, and, I mean, if you look at the movie, there's a lot of those being made uh, and not enough being made of it. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like at this juncture, it's kind of our job to to wait in there and start spotlighting these heroes, these yeah. everyday heroes. who Every week, you know, they get out there, they tread the boards, they put on a show for us. Uh, and I think for too long, we've glossed this over. So power to you. Yeah. I look forward to seeing you next week. I hope you. I hope you're more confident. Catch Maybe by the, the end field. of the by the end of the season, he'll um he'll be super confident and like he'll be doing. Where do you go he'll next? Be doing flair, you go from here? He'll be doing flair bartending, and yeah, then he'll star awesome. in the reboot of Tom Cruise's Cocktail. Busting out there in his underwear. We oh could, wait, was that in that movie? No, that's Risky Business. Oh, but we could be watching business. the origin story of Cocktail Two. Cool. Well, if one good thing could come out of this movie, Cocktail 2 wouldn't be um, If this movie has taught us anything, is that the world needs more sequels. Absolutely. No arguments What there. was your Sex and the City... Uh, what was your funniest... America's Funniest Time Sex and the City 2 video? Funniest or best? Well, the I don't know the name of the show. You named the show. It's funniest. The America's um, Best Home Sex and the City 2 video for me this week was um, in the scene where they are all having drinks by the pool. Yes. There's, um, I think it's in that one. There's a dude in the background, of course, because I have massively checked out to what's happening in the foreground of the entire picture weeks ago. Uh, in the background, there's a dude who is in, uh, he's wearing a um, turban and he's in like traditional dress, but he's having drinks and a very spirited argument by the look of his, the gusto with which he's throwing his arms around with a, uh, a woman who's not wearing a knee quab. And I was like, cool, man. Cross-cultural <laughs> divide being, uh, you know, met. Is that seriously in the movie? Yeah, dude. Yeah, I pointed it out to you at the time. I said it out loud. Yeah, but I mean, that would, you know, to say that you would be implying that every observation that we share between one another during the movie is observed perfectly. Yeah, and it's certainly not. There's a lot of stuff that slips through the cracks. Hey, can I um, give you a present? You First, you give me one. I will not give you a present, Tim. What I will give you is a gift. Oh, how good For does that sound kiss. on those mics? Is <laughs> always a gift. We're in a new setup, um, PS, by the way, as well. This is probably more what it's going to sound like from now on. So, um, <laughs> Tim, feedback welcome, get used to it. Tim showed me an article on The Onion recently 
perfectly. Which was exactly him. What, what was the title? It was um, Simon Sweetman actually put it on my wall, and it was uh, Podcaster Promises Audio Quality Better Next Episode. <laughs> <laughs> like, yep, sounds right. Uh, Dan Edwards has sent us something. He is at Dan the Smuggler on Twitter, and this is what he sent us. I think it's gonna be a long, long time Till we know what the fuck is up with this guy He's not the man we think he is at all Oh no, no, no He's the coffee man <laughs> Coffee man Burning out his mouth up here alone It's gonna be a long, long time Till we know what the fuck is up with this guy He's not the man we think he is at all Oh no, no, no He's the coffee man Coffee man Burning out his mouth up here alone Take it Tim, take it guy Dan, you absolute legend. Uh, thank you for that. Yeah, that's, a, that's a, a good laugh. So there's a rule in parody songs. You just do one chorus. Yeah. And then you... Saw, it? He's perfectly mirrored the movie by it going on slightly too long. But I love it. I love every second of it. So Dan, at Dan the Smuggler, thank you so much for that. Thanks for smuggling that one in. You're a winner. Trafficking that one all the way into the podcast. Uh, there was a moment this week... Tim, which we both enjoyed, which was when uh, Carrie and Big have a small disagreement over him watching television in the bedroom, mm-hmm. and then she gets up very early the next morning to sneak into her old apartment mm. uh, to get some work done. What would be an exceptional offering would be for her to open the door to her old apartment <laughs> <laughs> and to have a whole new like family of tenants who now live in the apartment that yeah. she's still at. Like, what are you... What yeah. are you doing here? Because she writes a note saying, gone to my old apartment. <laughs> it's like, okay, sweet. But the thing is, if it wasn't an insane proposition, that they, because you know, they own both of these properties, which just sounds ballistic. And uh, it would be far more realistic if there were people in there now. And it would be a better movie for it. It would be a much better movie for it. They go, if she had gone insane. What, what are you doing here? Kept a key and just periodically would roll into this apartment. But like a family's in there now. There are some young kids, and they are freaked out by this woman appearing at the door. They take out a restraining order against her, but you think that's going to stop Carrie Bradshaw? Absolutely not. No, go fuck yourself, Carrie Bradshaw. (laughs) And go fuck yourself, new tenants of your old apartment. It kind of led me to this belief, this movie, watch, that the entire film might be Carrie slowly losing her grip on reality, and we're seeing everything from a first-person perspective from her. So everything we see is not... The actual action of the movie, it's her perception of... Yeah, exactly. And she's actually in, like, a loony bin. And uh, and Big is, like, asking for a divorce, but she's just not getting it. So in the big scene where Big is saying, I, um, I want to spend two days apart, I want to have my own apartment for two days a week. Yeah. What, he's actually, what he's actually saying is, I'm getting life, a divorce with you. In real life, it's like, Carrie, you need to get the help that you need to get, and, she, and I can't be a part of this and anymore. she's reacting to that argument by and, and head, talking back, like, what, you want to spend two days apart from me? Like, no, all of them. 
we're getting a divorce. Like, this is over. What, what am I going to tell the girls? Taking two days off. No, Carrie, honestly, you're not well. I've, I'm out of here for a bit. You need professional help. That's what's really happening. And then the whole rest of the movie is just like this construction that she's made. She never goes to Abu Dhabi. She's she's in a like a a mental asylum, you know. And so, so everything is her. Imagine she has created this entire holiday. You know, all the guys who are like handling her bags and stuff, and they're all dressed in white. It's because they're nurses holding her down to sedate her. Man, Jesus Christ! Yeah, this movie's got more layers than I even knew about. This, uh, this Samantha, right? Samantha died a few years ago. Samantha didn't make it. And what we're actually seeing is her projecting Samantha's persona onto a fellow patient who's constantly taking antipsychotic <laughs> pills. That's why she's always having her hormones to treat her for her this, uh, menopause, quote unquote. This 35th screening's bringing out some super dark stuff in you, Tim. I'm just spitballing here. I love where your head's at. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> it's freaky, but yeah, I like it. Um, it is kind of unorthodox that we played uh, Dan's lovely coffee guy theme and then didn't rock into a casual little squeed up, eh? Yeah, casual but... little squeed up bup. A sweet little sweet up bup bup bup. Sweet up bup bup bup. Scop scop. Scoobity bee bada bada bee bada boo bada boo. Scope scope bada boo bada boo bada where's he going what's he up to those are the questions we are faced with ourselves with we're faced with ourselves with them every week we are facing ourselves we we've now taken just for clarity so everyone knows visually what's happening in the room we now record the podcast facing a full body length distortion mirror, and it's uh, it's just wreaking absolute havoc. It's messing with me big time. It's not a good feeling. And this is what we're confronted with every week now, as as the distorted versions of ourselves put the question to us, Tim and Guy: mm. Why is this man drinking so much coffee? What's he doing? What's he doing? Where is he off to? Mm. Where is he off to? Mm. Do you know what he's off to? Hello. He's very nervous. Yes. Because. Yes. You'll be playing the part of Coffee Guy today? Yes. He is very nervous because he is about to present the annual hand awards for best hand acting in a motion picture. Oh, I, I just I just hope somebody comes along to the awards. I mean, I've, I've taken out several loans. It's a pretty niche idea, but I think hand acting has, has been long gone, gone too long underneath the radar of, of Hollywood and the, and the public at large. I couldn't agree more, Coffee Guy. I think it's about time that the dedicated professionals and craftsmen and women who put their asses on the line every single week performing Absolutely. great handwork Absolutely. for us. You know, they need to be recognised. That's what you look at some actors, you know, uh, Adam Sandler, mm. recently terrible face actor, mm. excellent hand actor, one of the best in the business. Is that so? That's right. I didn't know that. Who are some other fine and talented hand actors? Would you say? Ah, you're you're talking about, of course, your uh, your your Marissa Tomei's. Oh. Uh, absolutely phenomenal hands. If you watch them, ever Ray Romano, do his work, and everybody loves Raymond. I mean, everybody's talking about that. We're giving him a lifetime. Of ch- oh, I sh- I've fucking said too fucking much, haven't I? Ray Romano is getting. When a- is this going out to brawl? Oh. This isn't going out for a couple of weeks. Okay, so we're okay. Ray Romano is getting a lifetime. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Achievement Award for hand acting? Services too. That's incredible. Well, you know, he sleeps in a he sleeps in a in a vat of moisturizer on a lilo. Didn't and, know that. And his arms just. Do you just, want to describe what a lilo is for our international audience? Sort of like an inflatable. Uh, it's like a pole toy, isn't it's like it? Like an inflatable mattress that you lie on in the pool. Mm. So he sleeps on one of those, and then with a, a, a floating hand, on a large tr- body of moisturizer. Right. And he just drops his arms and hands in, and that's Fancy why when you that. when you see his hands in the uh, in the TV show, that's why they look so. So supple. Hmm. That's why some people, they, it doesn't even register why it's happening, but a lot of people salivate when they're watching Ray, Ray Romano acting with his... Uh, so what is that about? With his hands. What? Why people salivating? Oh, just because of the, 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 the smoothness of the hands, the oh, suggestion of the hands, the smoothness of the... Is that a normal reaction when you see something really smooth? You just start salivating? Not always. Not always. But with hands. As it pertains to hands, specifically yeah. those of Ray Romano, absolutely. Right. How would you rate Sarah Jessica Parker's hand acting across her career? Flashes of brilliance. Yeah. Flashes of brilliance, to be sure, but also moments of, of, uh, of great laziness and sort of lethargy. She has the hands of a sort of occasionally... She sort of shows us the hands as they were in the days of Hocus Pocus, you know, this supple, smooth hands of a 20 to 30-year-old. Mm-hmm. But uh, in others, these sort of great lumbering, sort of beastly hands come out, and they're, they're the hands of a lady who's, who has done too much. Now, I don't know if you're familiar with a 80s film called Flight of the Navigator that Sarah Jessica Parker features in. Oh, no. Uh, very good film. I highly recommend it. It's about a boy who gets abducted by an alien. Which sounds um, no, a little no, more nefarious. Fascinating. It is fascinating. Uh, the robot ship thing takes him on a big journey around Earth. Oh. And tries to steal him. Um, so Sarah Jessica Parker's in that film, and uh, I reckon I would love to see her hand acting's pretty good and it, quite solid, especially given what you just told me about her sort of having inconsistent inconsistent hand performances throughout her career. Still, yes, still bursts of excitement, movement, and. Than just great patches of, of just sort of exhaustion, I'd say. Right. 
So what's your life been that you are a um, a judge and award giver out for uh, hand acting? I have lived a, a, a rich and varied life. I may not be wealthy in in your money or coins, but I'm certainly wealthy in in stories and and memories and friendship. That's the main thing, isn't it? Well, I like to think so. I mean, something's got to get me through, and so I occasionally frequent different uh, different cafes, coffee houses, sort of places wherein you can pay ninety nine cents for an all you can drink sort of deal. Okay, groovy man. I like where you're. Uh, yes, where you're at. That's what takes up most of my time, and then in my downtime, I hover outside, sort of. Uh, no leamings or radio shacks or whatever you call them, sort of these uh, Best Buy type stores. And I, I track all the footage played on all the TVs and I chart the moments at which the hands move and those at which they're still. I've got a Rolodex. I've got 93% of Hollywood's hands on file dating from 1984 to now. You're like a train spotter, but with hands. <laughs> I've never really thought about it like that, but I suppose I kind of am. You seem quite tickled by it, but also (laughs) concerningly aggressive. (laughs) Okay, very good. Um, What a fascinating man. Yes. Doing great things. And so tonight is the launch of the the first inaugural uh, initial anniversary of the 2015 Academy of Hand Acting Awards, as told by me, Coffee Guy, sponsored by Greg's Java. So you know how the American foreign press, the Hollywood foreign press, are the ones who determine who wins in the Academy Awards. Who, who, who is judging? <laughs> oh, why me, of course. It's solely you Just the judge. me. That's it. That's right. Don't you think you could be too easily bought, though, by like someone who was trying to really pick up I one of these golden hands? Impervious to matters of finance. Really? How do you exist? How do you buy your coffee? <laughs> I, I beg. Oh, it's just on the street or yeah. in the cafe. Outside the coffee house. Right. Penny for a thought, penny for a thought. They give me a penny, I give them a thought. When I have 99 pennies, I have 99 coffees, and I'm back out on the street begging again. That is an excellent idea, because I guess the more drinking of coffee you would do, the more ideas you would generate, and so you it would it's kind of like a um it was like that once my mind was a fertile creative what are they called ground. it's like a um perpetual motion machine it's yes. like you're generating your own energy yes, until recently when my mind became obsessed with the first inaugural anniversary initial hand well you got to love what awards. you do you got to get involved and love what you do, and that's all you're doing so i I say. It's not necessarily an obsession, it's a focus, and I commend you on it. I think you're doing great things. <laughs> Thank you, kind boy. You're welcome. You better go, though, man. A lot of planning to do. No, it's all set. The wheels are in motion. No shit, bro. You gotta go. <laughs> no shit, bro. I'm not leaving. <laughs> okay. Terrifying. Um, well, look, I want to talk more about this film, Sex in the City 2, that I just saw. So, have you seen it? Seen it? I'm in it! Are you? I don't understand how this universe works, but I'm keen to find out. Well, it's simple, isn't it? You're in the movie. Yes, I might just so happen to be in the movie by mistake. Are you, like, playing yourself? Well, it's funny, really, that the the real me translates so accurately to the me on screen in a fictitious film. While everyone else might be existing in a fictitious world, I, of course, am absorbing my normal reality. 
What? The well, fuck? I just happened to be in shot. I was just doing some planning in a borrowed suit, having one of my 99 coffees before I hit the trail again. And uh, it just so happened I was so entrenched in my work, I didn't notice the film crew set up around me. Do you enjoy all kinds of coffee? Like, do you like instant coffee? Or it is makes it... no difference to me. I love it. It's just the sweet nectar that is Java, which really keeps me going. It's just the caffeine. Why, if you took coffee forms. out of my life, I couldn't tell you what I'd do. Robusta, Arabica, you don't care. Just get it in you. That is correct. I like that philosophy about life. It's good. Would you like to ask me any questions about what the, the ladies would like to act with? Yeah, I'd love to hear about that. What's um, Cynthia Nixon like? A gem. An absolute diamond in the rough. Yeah. Well, I say in the rough, sort of in the clear now. She's made a wonderful career for herself and it's hard earned. What about Kim Cattrall? Uh, she is she's an interesting kettle of fish, that Kim. I will tell you that. Is she? She, uh, she loves to sort of do, she likes to do scats and, uh, and poems. She, there's no knowing. She's sort of uncontrollable, an untamable sort of free spirit. Sounds like a true artist. Well, you say that, but it's very disruptive on set, you see. She'll be halfway through a line and sort of go into a, a two-hour sonnet, and uh, and then she'll come back and sort of come to, and, I mean, the whole scene's moved on without her. Um, This is going to sound like a weird question, but there is a small boy in the movie called Brady. Oh, we do not speak of Brady. Why is I that? I will have to cease this line of questioning, I'm sorry. I insist upon us finding out a little bit more of your experiences with Brady. Because I know he's gone on to do some big, big things. How much do you know about Brady? I know that he's in charge of a lot of, let's say, underground <laughs> happenings. <laughs> he's not here. Well, of course he's here. He's everywhere. There's no rats in this room. That's what, you, that's what he thinks. That's what he wants you to think. There could be rats anywhere. Rats in the pipes. Rats in the lights. We do have lights and pipes in here. That's right. I've got a trike outside too. Well, there's a pretty bloody odds-on chance you've got rats in there as well. My God. Well, that's... um Okay. Frankly, you've spooked me. Have I? Yes. But nothing happened. See, this is the thing. Everyone thinks you say the word Brady ah! and something bad's going to happen. Not always, man. See, we're fine here. We're all good. We're cool, dog. Know what I'm saying? Yes, I, I like you. You just have to relax a little bit. I mean, God knows your adrenaline system is probably fucking shot from all the coffee that you drink every day. I am an absolute bitch. My bowels are pretty much hanging out my backside. Your nerves will be in absolute tatters by this point. I am not, I'm not well. What's your sleeping pattern like? <laughs> sleep all to sleep to dream. Uh, I well. I mean, I remember the concept. I sort of understand how other people do it, just not exactly as it applies to me. Have you tried? tried have i tried of course i've tried why every day i try every minute i'm trying to sleep right now you see really yes oh god that's why my eyes have been shut this whole time you haven't noticed mm, no i didn't notice why have you painted eyes on your oh, eyelids oh why so i can get away with all sorts of naughty little tricks you see oh man you're a strange man yes i am a very strange man i don't know if i trust you but i know that i like you <laughs> that much i do understand <laughs> All right, I'm going now. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Very well. A strange character. What an interesting guy. Fascinating man. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people are waiting in on the um, 
King Brady versus It's an interesting conversation to be sure. I, I I've only encountered a couple of people who are backing Dick Bot, but they've started coming up um recently. Yeah. It just doesn't make enough sense for me. What, that Dick Bot would win? Yeah. <laughs> or the battle itself. Well <laughs> uh the battle definitely makes sense. Yeah. There's nothing ambiguous about a Japanese-created artificial intelligence which has found a body and now a home in the desert in the Middle East to escape the eye of the NSA while hanging out with these four women and trying to find out about humanity, going toe-to-toe with a guy who's in charge of the entire rat population of New York City and perhaps beyond. Definitely always growing. I wouldn't be surprised if... Brady is in charge of all the rats, probably through the Midwest now. Really? Maybe even he's as going, far as Texas. Wow, he's going coast to coast on this shit. Yeah. How long do we have before he hits LA and he gets control of the entertainment industry? There's no telling. Maybe uh, he has already. Ratatouille. Maybe that was like a you know a red flag announcing his arrival. You'd have to watch it again to know for sure. I remember as a rompy pompy rumble tum turn through the streets of Paris as told by an ambitious young rat and an ambitious young chef working in tandem. Hmm. There's not a lot of other movies or entertainment products that are done by rats, though, that I know of. Lots of videos of rats on the subway in New York fighting over pizza. Yeah. Uh, Which would, I mean, I guess... I think there's just the two videos, but they're appearing a lot. I don't think there's tons of videos. Tons of videos. Scores of videos. Yeah. Hundreds and hundreds. Hundreds. Well, I put it to you guys. Hundreds and hundreds. You've misunderstood how videos work. Uh, Tim, what was your shining light this week? I've already told you. It was that guy having dinner with that woman. No, that was your America's Funniest Home. That was my America's... City 2 video. It wasn't the funniest. It was the best. Okay. um, In that case, my shining light for sure, for absolute, absolute sure. Without a shadow of a doubt. Without a question of a doubt is the haircut that Samantha's assistant has. Oh, yeah. That nice. hairdo. It's, yep. It's mean. I'm into it. Short hair on a woman's awesome. I dig it. You like that? Yeah, it's cool. As long as you've got the right kind of face for it. But I mean, <laughs> fucking do what you want. I'm not here to tell you what to do. <laughs> but I think it, it suits some women more than others, and she looks great. As it suits some men more than others. Some That's animals. True. Have you ever tried to grow your hair real long? Yeah, I've had long hair before. Have you? Yeah. I didn't know that. How old were you when that was happening? Like, maybe 19 Because I imagine you would have looked like a very, before your facial hair started coming in, like a very... Um, effeminate. I wasn't going to say effeminate, but let's go with that. I did look quite effeminate. And with that long hair, you just would have been a beautiful man. That's kind of you to say. I wish I could relay that information to the 19-year-old version of myself. I didn't know you back then, so I could also be wrong. Maybe you were hideous. Anything's possible in this wacky world. Isn't it? Do you want to know my shining light, Tim? Always. Uh, it was the guy, and I know we've probably done it before, but fuck, he turned in a strong performance this week. The karaoke singer. <laughs> belting out Foreigner. He got in the background of so many shots, and he was going hammer and tongs. And the best part about it was, when he got off the stage, he took his microphone with him. Which means the guy's definitely rolling around town with his own microphone, <laughs> crashing every karaoke room yes. in Abu Dhabi. That is so good. That is so good. What a great thing to do to be like a, one of those people who loves hitting up the karaoke all the time. And just, and just BYO mic. Like you've got this incredible... Bluetooth mic. Yeah. Fuck, that's good. Just drop in. Like he could hit nine, ten, ten 
Because it's good because they're open mics. But like karaoke is the definition of an open mic. Fuck, he's the man. Anyway, I loved him. Oh, good shit. Um, well, I would tell you what. I would love to just have a little thumb through before we just wet my tongue and yes. flip some pages on um, a big leather-bound book sitting in a very tall office space with a sad man looking out a window just in front of it. The only thing that he can turn to to lift his low spirits, his sagging spirits at this point, is uh, the aforementioned leather-bound book on front of which is inscribed Mr. Big's Big Book of Ideas. And then you open the book. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's how books sound. Pretty good foley work. Yeah, that's excellent. <laughs> it's good from you. I'm picking up new skills every week <laughs> from watching Six and City 2. And uh, what, what is in the book? It's a device that um, Big has invented, which... Uh, sort of works on the idea of Pavlovian conditioning, where every time you yawn, you get electric shocked. Wow, has that been t- done before? Uh, not to my knowledge. He's a bit of a trailblazer, big, we know that about Why him. does Pioneer. he want to stamp out the yawn? Very rude in conversation when you yawn, so he's just trying to remove it as a... But like, a yawn is like do. an involuntary... Is it, though? Yes. Is it, though? I'm a big yawner. Well, I'm threatened by this immediately. It's physiological, which means you could probably train it out of someone with enough electric shocks. You will be looked back on as a barbarian for these primitive thoughts on yawning. Look, I'm not. I'm not the one calling the shots here. This is on... So what's the plan? John Big. Big. Cena. <laughs> John Big Cena, who spends his days inventing electroshock therapy to reduce yawning and his nights... Slamming the Undertaker in the WWE. Is the Undertaker even still going? I'm very out of the loop with WWE. Uh, I think he is. I'm also terribly out of the loop. But I did not expect. I found out recently he was. I can't remember the Undertaker. Yeah, and I was like, he must be be so old. Absolutely. I remember the Undertaker being around like when I was a kid. I think, or maybe I've just like molded him. He was there in like in Sting's day. Sting was good in my favorite outfit. And Kane. Yep. Hard out. Anyway. So look, Hasn't The Rock therapy. done well? Hasn't he though? Would he be the most... Suc- yeah, he would be, yeah. The most successful to like transition out of wrestling and do yeah, something else. He must be. An illustrious career. You know what it is? It's that million watt smile. Yeah. God, he's got a good smile. He does. I love it. And a heart of gold. Big time. Um. All right. Well, look. Guys. Guy has to leave. He has to get out of here. Yeah, don't you put this on me, Ricky Bobby. No, I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna. Well, this is on you. Look, we've talked. We, we feel like we've been talking for hours. We haven't really. We've been watching a film for hours. Yeah, we've been talking for minutes, mere minutes. Um, it's been fun though. It's been a blast. Ooh, I love you if you can hear this. The movie though. Yes. That's so good. Make a noise that represents your feeling towards the movie. Ah. Uh, there you go. What about you? You give me one. I'll try again. I'll do another one. <sighs> Fuck. Uh, come on, come on, come on, come on. Uh, this again. Cool. All right. You get the picture. Hey, ladies and gents. Thanks. Why are we doing it? No one knows. But we'll keep doing it for you. K.
kiss safely out there. Kiss responsibly. Kiss consensually. It's the worst idea of all time. It's the worst idea of all time. It's the worst idea of all time. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.